2: Welcome to Prayer International Radio This is our Sunday night broadcast I'm your host Sean Thunberg We may be joined later on by Christopher Herzog Our call in number 619-638-8458 If you need prayer for something, please give us a call We have a chat room open at blogtalkradio.com forward slash prayer international And as always, if you can't make it to a phone and you need prayer, you can always email us at prayer at gmail.com. <sighs> so let's start off and pray. Father, for all those who are listening through the through the radio waves, Father, those who may be listening later on during an archived broadcast, Lord. <sighs> Father, we ask for grace, Lord, and peace. Father, that you would strengthen them by your might, by your spirit, Lord. Father, that you would give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Lord. God, let the eyes of their hearts be flooded with light, that they would know what is the hope of their calling. Father, let them fully understand, fully know, What is this exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe? Father, tonight we desire to know you. Lord, we desire to see you as you are, Father. We desire to hear your voice, Lord. We desire to be in your presence, Lord. We make room for your presence tonight. Holy Spirit, have your way in this broadcast, Father. God, we turn over the rest of this time, this entire broadcast, over to you, asking, Holy Spirit, that you would glorify and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, that you would confirm your word with signs and wonders tonight, Lord. Father, that you would build up the faith of those who are listening, Lord, those who are in need of healing, Father, those who are in need of deliverance, Lord, those who are in need of some type of restoration, Father God, we call upon your name, the name that is above every name, Father, and ask that you would meet these people at the point of their needs, Lord. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would pour out your anointing in their lives, Father. Show them their identity, and you show them their place, and you show them, Father, that they are seated with you in heavenly places, Lord. Show them as your script, your word is said, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Jesus, you are the author and the finisher of our faith, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Lord God, you said that you inscribed our names on the palm of your hands. You said you have cast our sin far away from us, Lord. You said that you have presented us that's perfect before the Father. You said that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, Lord, we lay down our lives to you tonight. We lay down our hearts, Father, our intentions, our desires, our expectations, Father. Lord, and we choose to walk in your will. We choose to take up your thoughts for us, Father. Lord, we choose not to believe the words of the enemy. We choose not to trust in our own thoughts and our own feelings, God. But we choose to trust only in your word for our lives, In your words for for this nation, Father And for this world, Lord Jesus be glorified tonight
0: Thank you, Father
2: So hmm, I hope all y'all are doing well tonight I was actually um, Sort of distracted tonight I was talking to my wife Who's um, I guess uncle is in the hospital and getting close to the end. Um, and it made me start to think. Um, so for the first, I guess the first couple minutes of this broadcast, we'll just talk, um, which we often do and go on random tangents about the Lord. But it, it made me start to think. Um, you know, I've had the extreme privilege privilege, and honor Of seeing the word of God in action Seeing um, his word fulfilled Throughout my life Um, Never through my own actions Or through my own work My own ability to do anything Um, Not through any kind of anointing Or anything that I may have Except through the grace of the Holy Spirit And the Lord Jesus Christ I've seen people get healed Um, I've had the privilege of Praying for people who've been sick, people who've been in the hospital and seen them recover as the scripture says but you know at the same time I've also been in situations where I've seen people who haven't been healed and um, you know um, my um, my wife's uncle is um, he's pretty much at a point where most of his body um, has stopped working and And it's an interesting situation Um, Not too long ago A couple months ago My mother herself um, Passed away And before she passed away We had been praying for her And I had been praying for her And the Lord kept um, reviving her body The Lord kept healing things That were going on in her her body She had um, a triple bypass surgery And you know She was in a coma for a while And the Lord brought her out of that And when the doctors would say that she didn't have any time left The Lord would keep sustaining her body um, Because he's faithful to fulfill his word in our lives If we choose to trust him And I, I say it like that um, Because everything really comes down to a choice um, The Bible says choose to day who you will serve um, And, and it, it's sort of interesting um, Because um, I told my mom on the day she died that I'd gone into her hospital room and um you know she had massive infections and um infections in her blood and stuff and I, I looked at her and I said, "You know what, mom, we can keep praying for you and I'll keep praying for you and keep believing and have the Lord keep healing you, keeping you alive." And um but this one time she said, "No." And um she said she was ready to go home. And so needs to say by the end of the night she was with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's sort of the same situation right now with my um my wife's uncle and that he's at a place where um there's really not much quality of life, there's not much life period. Um he's left he's lost both his legs and had a stroke and lost movement on the left side of his body And, you know, I was also talking to my wife Before the broadcast And, you know, I had these conflicting thoughts Knowing That the Lord Jesus could definitely heal him He could restore his legs And while Some people who listen um, To our broadcast You may never have never heard of such things happening But I can um, Tell you for a fact that they do All across the world There are people who see miraculous healings Um, You know, pretty much anything the Bible says um, Jesus healed and more um, Still happens today Because it's the same Holy Spirit That raised Christ Jesus from the dead That dwells among us It's the same power and authority In the name of Jesus And nothing's changed Um, And, you know, there's still people Who get raised from the dead All the time And, you know, for people who live in places like where I live, like America, and go to normal churches, it's not really something that's talked about. It's not something that's preached about. It's not something that's paraded. And because people, honestly, I couldn't tell you why, Um, except for maybe people are just afraid of failure. But you know what? There's no failure in the Lord. Um, It's... Either you believe or you don't believe It's either you trust the Lord or you don't trust the Lord It's um, And for that matter It's never about us It's always about him It's about always about his word It's not about our abilities Or anything like that It's always about standing upon the word of God And believing the word of God Despite what your circumstances tell you And there's probably no worse circumstances To tell you something negative Than having someone die Because then at that point Excuse me. You definitely have to trust in the Lord, and you have to know what you believe. And you know that's what this Christian walk comes down to. Um, it's coming. It comes down to knowing in whom you believe, and what you believe, and what you're gonna um, let control your life. What thought process? You know, the Bible has a scripture that says, "Bring every thought into captivity to the knowledge of Christ." And you know, in our lives, we always make choices. Um Every day, every action we make, I mean, I can see in my own life, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, there's constantly choices where you choose whom you're going to serve. Are you going to keep the Lord at the forefront of your daily life, where your thoughts are continually upon him, like the, like David, like King David said? Or is the Lord God a, an afterthought? Is he something that you think about later, like sometime during the day, and you're like, okay, right, let me think about the Lord for a second? Um Or is he an active working part in your life? And, you know, the miracles that the disciples experienced and that people today still experience, they don't happen because people are overly righteous. You know, we can't be to begin with, Um, just to settle that. um, The Bible says all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. But it does say we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But we have the righteousness which comes through faith, of the Lord Jesus Christ the righteousness which is through faith because of what he's done and not because of what, what we have done and you know the word of God is the word of God regardless of who we are because he doesn't change you know we as people change non-stop I mean our emotions our, our desires the things we want out of life I mean are constantly shifting and fluctuating and changing and You know, the only thing that remains permanent and steadfast is the Lord. You know, he said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, way back in the beginning, um, when he was talking to Joshua, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Only be strong and of good courage, for I am with you wherever you go. And you know, the Lord's the only thing that changes. And And so, why were me and my wife to... Go back to the original um, thing, is we were talking about um, her uncle, and it's like, you know, it reminds me of, of what something Paul said. And Paul said, um, I have a desire to part and be with the Lord, but to remain here in the flesh is more needful for you. And, you know, Paul had a good point. Um, we sometimes hold on to this life, and I'm not advocating death or anything like that, so don't take this out of context, but you know, it gets to a point when um you have to realize that people do die every day and yes, people get raised from the dead yes, God does amazing, amazing things and amazing miracles never for any reason um, except that he can be glorified um, and because he loves us um, but you know what, people do die, and they still die and they're still going to die um, During um, the World Trade Center thing um, In the the Americas There were a couple thousand people Who died in one day Um, In other parts of the world Like Israel and Afghanistan and Somalia And places like that People die every day And the next second They're standing before the King of Kings And the Lord of Lords You know the Bible says Every man is appointed once death And after that to judgment And it says every one of us will stand before The judgment seat of Christ Um, We're all going to stand before him um, And there's no guarantee There really isn't It says that all flesh is As grass um, or dust Um, This life is But a vapor And In one flash, one blink of an eye It's gone and you're standing before the king And so our conduct Here in this life must be done It was such a such a mindset that any minute now we could be standing before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know the Bible does say um, to watch, for you never know when your Master returns. But for many people, they when the coming when Jesus comes back, you know it could be in this lifetime. It, I mean, it very well could be in this lifetime. It could be tomorrow. It could be before the end of the broadcast. It could be um, 200 years from now. There's no way to tell. Um, but You know, a lot of people sit around waiting for that time when he's going to come back. But because for some reason, the church has gotten this concept that the whole world will get better once he comes back. Um, But in reality, our lives, you know, when he said um, the kingdom is here, he meant that we are to walk as children, as kingdom children. We're to walk as children of God in this earth, um, taking the authority Of the Lord Jesus Christ and having that authority interact with the world we live in and with our daily lives, taking the principles of heaven and having them become reality in our lives today, walking by faith. You know, walking by faith, and, you know, it says the judge shall live by faith, but walking by faith isn't just something. Where you're just constantly Trusting your salvation in the Lord It's your everyday life You know we could go into provision You know where God said He's Jehovah Jireh the Lord God our provider And where King David said I've never seen the righteous forsaken Nor a seed begging for bread And you know you walk in faith But a, a walk in faith is all encompassing It's not just about your salvation It's not just about your prosperity um, And I hate using that word um, But you know, he said. I mean, Paul said, "I have learned to be content in all things, um, whether you have a lot or whether you have little. Um, there's still prosperity because you're rich in the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and there's blessings and resources that aren't even physical that we have at our disposal. Um, and you know, when we walk by faith, it should be everything. It should be all encompassing walk." Where everything in our life is based on scripture, it's based on the Word of God, it's based on the truth that's in the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and realizing that if you if you want to and which is where the choice comes back in, if you want to walk with the Lord, you can walk with him in different levels you can walk have a walk with the Lord that's just based on knowing that you're saved, knowing that um sooner or later you will. Pass from this life to the next And you'll stand with the king of kings And the lord of lords And that can be it And you know the lord will let you do that The lord will let you have a life That's um, just based on that And that's it But then there's more There's the ability to go out and interact And to change the lives of Every person you come in contact with Change the very, very environment That you move in you know, he's, he told them he told Joshua, every place of soil your fish shall tread, I will give you. And, you know, when Jesus said, a city that is set, up, set upon a hill cannot be hidden, it means when your life is built in a walk of faith and trusting the Lord and in communion with the Father, you can't help but to have light radiate from you, which is the light of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says we carry about the fragrance of the Lord. Which means it doesn't matter if you're going into a supermarket or you're going to work, or you're in your home. His presence is such a part of your life and your relationship with Him, and you've gotten to the place of trusting Him, of the point of trusting Him with every aspect of your life, that every decision that is made is done with turning to Him. And I'm not saying decisions like "Am I going to brush my teeth," but decisions about how you run your life and the things that are important in your desires are always based with the knowledge that it's not just you, but it's you and the Lord. And you know, to explain that a little, I had a long conversation with my wife this morning, um, because, like um, many of you, um, and this is going to sound really harsh, but life can really suck at times. Um, I have four children. One of them, one, she's a foster child, who's six-year-old, and, you know, we, we've had her for a year, and we love her to death, but she can be a nightmare, it can be sometimes a never-ending, um, non-stop struggle to keep your sanity um, with some children, and you know, um, and the the daily, day, the day-to-day stress of this life gets to a point where you at times just run out of strength, you run out of everything, and you're running on empty. And if you don't have the grace of the Lord to get you through, there's literally no way to make it. And I remember me and my wife were talking this morning about just random things happening. And something I mentioned to her was, you know, like, every decision we make, it can't just be me making a decision. It can't just be you making a decision. It's got to be something that we do together because we're one. It's not just me. It's not just you. It's both of us. We're in this together. And, you know, our relationship with the Lord is the same way. Because this life is not just about, um, Sean or, um, or, um, And it's not just about my wife Rebecca It's not just about um, you It's about you and the Lord Because you know, we're going to stand before Him someday And we're going to know Him But you start knowing Him, not then But you start knowing Him now In your daily day-to-day walk with Him And you know this whole thing is a partnership Between us and the Lord Where He says, I will never leave you I will never forsake you I'm always there with you Every minute of every day Every breath that comes out of your mouth He's there He's wanting to walk this walk with you He it says he's not let, left us as orphans But he's here with us um, To provide us with his grace To provide us with his strength To provide us with his knowledge um, And his companionship Which is why he sent the Holy Spirit The Comforter You know Jesus himself It's a, it's, it's a it's funny when you think about it, um Jesus gave the story of the bridegroom and he talked about how um the friends of the bridegroom can't fast and be really sorry or really sad when the bridegroom's with them. But when the bridegroom goes away, that's when they'll fast and they'll um and they'll miss him. And, you know, Jesus was after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, um, you know, after um after he died on the cross and died for our sins and then was raised from the dead and was ascended into the right hand of the Father and sat at the side of the Father, becoming our chief intercessor and the Father putting all things under his feet. You know, for a while the disciples were um, sort of lonely, if you will, because they had come to understand that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God. That everything was because of him, and even then, I'm not sure they had the complete knowledge of who it was that they had beheld with their own eyes. You know the word the Bible says that through him all things exist and consist and have their meaning, all things were made through him and by him and for him um everything that was made was because of Jesus. And, you know, after he left, there was still sort of somewhat of an emptiness in your heart. And they didn't necessarily want him to go, but Jesus said, you know, it's to your advantage that I go away. Because if I don't go, I can't send the Holy Spirit to you. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit is our guarantee of the inheritance we have in him until the redemption of the purchased possession. He is the seal that is placed in us that declares that we are children of God. You know, if you go to a clothing store and try to buy something, you can tell um, who the manufacturer is based on the label. And, you know, our label declares that we are His, that we are children of the Most High God, declares that we have been set aside and sanctified. Because of the seal, we have the seal of the Holy Spirit And you know Every day of our lives Should be done in such a way And lived in such a way of understanding What we really have um, Understanding that While this life is free Compared to the scope of eternity That we're going to be in with the Lord You know, if you just stop and think about that, eternity with the Lord, the joy of our souls. Um, You know, David said, he is my exceeding great reward in eternity, a term that we can't even possibly comprehend. We can just say forever and ever, but, you know, every day getting to spend with the lover of our souls. And, you know, this life here on earth passes so quick. And we interact with so many hundreds of thousands of people, and you know, time is short. It really is, um, and um, we need to live our lives in such a way that we glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. Um, but that can't happen until we can get a, get ourselves to a place. That we're actually walking in the Spirit Walking in that, you know, when it says That just shall live by faith Everything by faith, everything Trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord for our provisions Trust in the Lord for our salvations Trust in the Lord to be our healer And our deliverer Trust in Him to be our sanctifier It's surprising how easy we trust The Lord for our salvation But then we don't always trust the Lord To be our sanctifier We don't trust Him to be our righteousness And so we still carry about this weight of shame of the sin um, when, you know, he took our sin far away from us. Um, But he's our sanctifier, too. He's the one who makes us righteous. He's the one who creates the change in us, changes into his image. He's the one that the Bible says he has forever perfected those who are being sanctified. And, you know... When the Bible says where can I go from your spirit And where can I flee from your presence That means As far as you go From the east to the west He's there to provide for you He's there um, When you need something He's there to provide for you um, It means that there's a need that's going on in your life And that someone needs restoration Or you have a problem in your marriage It's him that you can turn to Because he'll never leave you nor forsake you And his word is true and you can trust in his work. He said, whatever things you ask in prayer, relieving you will have those things that you ask. But, you know, as James said, don't ask in doubt. You have to believe that the Lord can and will do everything that he promised. And, you know, the Bible said, he said, he's going to complete the work he started in your life until the day of Christ. That means regardless of what happens, regardless of what mountain comes tomorrow, he is going to complete the work. He is going to fulfill the promises He's made in your life regardless. Um, you know, I'll tell you a story, and I think I may have told it once before, um, about saying in the promises of God. But there was a lady who um, had a couple sons, and one of her sons wasn't a believer. Um, he didn't know the Lord, you know, this lady knew the scripture that says, "You and your household shall be saved," and that the promise is for you and your children. And so she kept believing. She kept praying every night for her son to get saved, and never wanting to give up. Never, well, it said that she would never give up. She's going to keep believing because this is what the word of God said. It doesn't matter what her circumstances tell you. It doesn't matter like what he says, even. She knew the promises of God, and she knew her the and she knew in whom she believed that god was God was more than able to fulfill his word and you know so one day um she's at work, and um she gets a call saying that her son had um been in an accident during football practice or something like that, and he um had died on the field, and so she's like, "Um, oh no, he didn't." and she gets up as you can imagine a mother would confident in what she believed because she had claimed his salvation and she said he's not going anywhere and so she takes off to start driving um to where he was and you know um in the meantime you know time's going by i mean it's not like an immediate trip and this is a completely true story and um She gets him and he's already passed Um, he's already dead and she didn't care because she knew the promises of god and um so she went up to her son and she just started she laid her hands on her son and she started praying the promises of god saying lord god you said the promises to me and my children he's not saved yet it's not time yet he needs to come back and I'm not sure those exactly the words she prayed, but regardless, she trusted the Lord. Just like Abraham when he offered up Isaac to the Lord. Because you know God had told Abraham that in your seed all the nations of the earth would be blessed, which was Isaac. And then immediately God had told Isaac to offer I mean told Abraham to offer up Isaac as a sacrifice, and and but and Abraham did it in faith, knowing that even if it meant that the Lord would have to raise this son back from the dead, that the Lord was able to do it. So in faith he offered up that which was most important to him. And the Lord spared spared him and brought a um I think it was a goat or a calf or a bull or something and anyway, but this this mother started praying for her son and next thing you know, he comes back and breath comes inside of him again. And she's ecstatic. Knowing the Lord and um, But the weird thing is what her son said Her son Comes back, breathes again Opens his eyes And sees his mother standing there and says Mom That Jesus you always talked about Was with me And he told me I couldn't go yet And he stayed with me Until just now And her son Who she had believed the Lord for and given her children to the Lord, theoretically got saved because he met the Lord Jesus, believed in the Lord Jesus before, and then then came back to life. And so he died um, not a believer, and he woke up one. But you know, it, things like that do happen, and it seems weird, but they do. Um, you know, it's funny. My my wife watches this show on TV called Emergency ER. And I wish I could have recorded it, but literally on live television, like at 7 o'clock at night or 8 o'clock at night, this show, which is all about crazy things that happen and weird injuries in that emergency room, because my wife's a nurse, so she loves this stuff. And this um, woman had, um, had been in a wreck or something, and um, the, the doctors were trying to save her. And um, literally on live television, and. Um, She dies on the table. And the doctors are like, okay, make the call, whatever. And all of a sudden, her husband said, I just want to lay hands on my wife real fast. I swear to you, on live television. And they're like, well, you know, it's not going to hurt. We want to be sensitive in this area. So this husband just walks over to his wife, and he just puts his hand on her. He's Whatever he's saying, he's saying it on the inside because he's not actually talking out loud. And he has this most peaceful look on his face, and he just puts his hand on his wife. He's, like, praying. And then he just turns around and just walks away and goes to the other end of the room. And I'm like, okay. So he's, like, at peace with what's happening and stuff, and you don't really see anything. And next thing you know, all these people are just standing around, and the monitor kicks on. And you see the little beep on the heart monitor. And all of a sudden, everybody's freaking out in the hospital, in this hospital operating room. All the doctors, all the nurses are like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And I looked, at, and then the camera pans to the husband, and he's just standing there smiling. And not even like this haughty smile, not like this, oh, prideful, I told you so. It was just this really calm smile. At peace because he knew the promises of God And then He just turned around and walked out of the room And I kept thinking That's the confidence I want to have in the Lord That When those situations come I don't freak out That I'm so at peace Knowing in whom I have believed Knowing that my trust is in The God who created everything The Savior of my soul That I can have that kind of peace standing upon His word That regardless of what mountain and what obstacle comes I can just walk in faith Believing His word Rejoicing and having that peace that the Bible talks about The peace that surpasses all understanding And, you know, it it was amazing to see Um, Anyway, this is um, Prayer International Radio our call in number six one nine six thirty eight eight four five eight we're gonna take a um quick break and we'll be back in just a minute
1: Majesty.
0: Worship
1: his majesty Unto Jesus of this evening to focus upon your kingship and your lordship. Yes, Lord, we acknowledge you as the sacrifice, the great sacrificial lamb. We thank you, Lord God, for the blood that you shed for us. We thank you, O Lord God, for the great mercies and blessings that that you showered upon our lives. But tonight, Lord, We want to see you, not as a lamb, but we want to worship you as that Lion of Judah, the King above all kings. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. We bow before you. We acknowledge you. We honor you. King of kings and Lord of lords.
2: International Radio Our caller number six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. 619-638-8458 So I just want to read this Real fast um, You know um, Paul was a man um, Who had pretty much lived One end of the spectrum to the other um, Had lived as Someone persecuting the, the church um, had been the best of all Pharisees um, and then met the Lord Jesus Christ and his life was completely changed around um, and he had seen the Lord do the miraculous not just in signs and wonders but in his own life and you know this is what he said at the beginning of the Philippians he said I think my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, um, And he said later on in that chapter, he said, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more, in knowledge and in all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, excellent, and that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. But you know where he said, Being confident in is very thing that he who has begun a good work and you will complete it until the day of Christ. You know, we didn't start the work, he did. The Bible says in Ephesians that we're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in. Them. Um it says that there is none righteous no not one. It says there's none that seek after the Lord. It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. And it's him who begins the work. It's him who draws us. It's him who leads us through his Holy Spirit. It's him who sets us on the course to him. It's him who begins and initiates the process. Because everything begins with him and ends with him. Um you know the Bible says draw near to me and I will draw near to you. But it starts with him drawing our hearts and and putting our eyes on him. And, you know, so the work that the Lord started in you, it wasn't something that you decided one day that okay, you wanted to do this, you want to start serving the Lord. It was the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ saw you, had a purpose for you, had a plan for you, had a desire for you, and set off to make you righteous to Set and set out to establish you, set out. To seat you in heavenly places with him. He set out to place his name upon you. And to complete good works in you. And that you could be called a child of God. And, you know, none of the work except that we started is all what he started. It's him that's doing it. It's our job to rest in the Lord. And to allow him to work in us and through us. And for us to be submitted to the Father as vessels in the hands of a master potter, who's you know if you um, ever and you know if you ever watch someone who's actually doing pottery, they always start with this big lump of clay that looks like uh, just a lump of clay, and they begin shaping it and they slowly, meticulously, with a lot of care start forming it in their hands and you know as long as we allow ourselves to be multiple by the Lord um, the clay always starts to take shape and you know um, and there is at times when it's not going just right and the the, um, maker of the clay has to smash it all and he takes the same lump of clay and he smushes it and mushes it up and then starts over but you know through our lives we always um, at times wonder what the Lord's doing and what the end result's going to be, but you know before anybody starts making clay or potter or whatever it is, they always have in their mind this perfect picture of what it is they're making before they start the process and you know the Lord had a plan for your life, he had a plan for my life, and he has this plan and purpose set in his set in his mind, this is what I'm creating in you." And, you know, it says that he's going to complete it until the day of Christ. Whatever it is the Lord starts, he's going to finish. And Paul said, I'm confident, confident of this very thing, that he who has begun the work, which is the Lord Jesus, will complete it until the end. And so, whatever it is you're facing, whatever your life's about, whatever's going on, just be sure, have that confidence. That the Lord has you in His hand. The Lord is going to complete the work He started in your life. You don't have to. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to fight. You don't have to worry, because the Lord's in control. He's the Potter. We're His clay. We're His workmanship, and He's going to be glorified in you. He's going to be glorified in you. He's going to be glorified in you and through you, through the work of His Holy Spirit that's working in your life. You know, the walk of faith and trusting in the Lord is more about relaxing and letting the Lord do His work in you, focusing on your relationship with Him, setting your eyes upon Him, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, there again, He's the one who starts the writing of of the faith in our life. And it all ends with him, too Anyway, this is Prayer International Radio Our call-in number 619-638-8458 If you need prayer for anything Please give us a call After we go off the air um, If you need prayer You can always email us at prayerinternational@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Father Lord, in the name of Of your son Jesus Christ, Lord I ask that you would grant Every one of our listeners, Lord Father, joy and peace, Father That you would establish them In the knowledge of your son Jesus Christ Lord, that you would give them grace Father, in abundance, Lord Father, draw their eyes Draw their hearts to you, Lord Father, open their spiritual eyes So they can see your working and their lives, Father. Open their ears, their spiritual ears, Father, so they can hear your voice, Lord. Father, I pray. Lord, you provide for every need, Lord, according to your word, Lord. Father, you would heal every sickness and every infirmity right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, your word says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, Lord. So, Father, I pray that you would take your word and make it alive to them tonight. Father, show them the joy that is inexpressible and full of glory. Father, and your word declares in your presence is the fullness of joy, Lord. So, Father, we ask for your Holy Spirit to fill every one of the believers in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Once again, this is Prayer International. And I ask that the, as always, that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with every one of you, that you be strengthened with might by His Spirit and be filled with all the knowledge of the Lord.
3: Praise God we're back and welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog and just picking up the second half of the broadcast tonight. Just want to thank everybody in the prayer room or chat room rather Uh, looks like we've got Dorothy Lee, Colin Cup Radio, Brother Joe's in there. uh, Obviously um, as you know Sean was taking the first half and uh, just Blessed whenever he can get in there And just share his heart prayer the word of the Lord So Hallelujah Just giving God praise Giving him glory You know we're going to take some time um, Just taking some time To Worship the Lord We're going to actually kick it back in So I can get in the chat room here for a minute here we go.
1: Tell him how good he is. Where you're at, just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight. Oh. Oh, Oh yeah.
3: All uh, right, well, praise God, we're back. And just taking that time, you know, like you'll hear me say this often, but you've got to take time to praise the living God, to take time to worship Him, the beauty of His holiness. You know, that's when we're changed, is when we behold Him, when we behold His glory, when we behold His presence. So I want to get into the book of Ephesians tonight. Uh, we'll just go to chapter 1 and see where we go with it. This is going to be the new, what, what version is it? The new American Bible. Uh, got this actually today, somebody gave it to me. Or yesterday, I'm sorry, somebody gave it to me. Just started reading it today. And we'll just see how it goes. So chapter 1 of Ephesians. It's Paul an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the holy ones who are in Ephesus, to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, God's word goes out to those that are in Christ, the holy ones. Those are by the will of God, those that are the faithful in Christ Jesus. These words can apply to you as well, not just the church of Ephesus. But also, if you're in the body of Christ, this is for you. Father's plan of salvation, verse 3 through 6, here we go. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world Be holy and without blemish before Him in love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself through Jesus Christ in accord with the favor of His will, for the praise of the glory of His grace that He granted us in the beloved. So let's look at that kind of closely. Blessed be the God, the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. So if you're in Christ, the word of God says he's already blessed you with every spiritual blessing. Verse 4, as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world to be holy and without blemish before him in love. See, he chose us to be holy. He chose us to be without blemish. He chose us to walk upright before him in love. Verse 5 says he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ in accord with the favor of his will. That means through Jesus, through the blood of Christ, through the work of Christ on the cross, and his earthly and his heavenly ministry. God predestined us, destined us for adoption that we would be inherited sons and daughters And he did this in accord, verse 5 says, with the favor of his will. Why did he do it? Verse 6 says, for the praise of the glory of his grace. So he granted us in the beloved. See, he grants us grace. He grants us grace. He destines us for adoption. That means you're a son and daughter of the most high God. You have the same right. Christ according to the Lord in accord with the favor of his will. Jesus even said greater works shall you do right verse 7 here's the fulfillment of the father's plan of salvation through Christ verse 7 says in him in Christ we have redemption through and by his blood the forgiveness of transgressions the forgiveness of sins in accord with the riches of his grace see Because of the richness And the riches of his grace We can have the forgiveness of our sins So praise God So this is Prayer International Radio We are in Ephesians Chapter 1 And right now We are talking about uh, Basically verse 7 and 8 Just want to say hello to Dorothy Lee and Joe Common Cup Radio And Miss Sam and Just want to bless you Tonight for listening Those of you that are listening around the globe Those that are in the chat room listening by phone Just want to thank you tonight. God bless you. If you need to call in the number 619 638 8458, the website's www.prayerinternational.org. So, Ephesians 1 verse 8. We'll, we'll back up and say 7. In Him we have redemption through His blood. It's by the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. It's by his grace that he lavished on us verse 8 in all wisdom and insight verse 9 says he has made known to us the mystery of his will see by the Holy Spirit he makes known to us the mystery of his will when we're in Christ and the spirit of Christ is leading and guiding our lives and we're redeemed by the blood we've got a a clean conscience because we've sprinkled our conscience with the blood of Jesus and we've experienced the riches of his grace. He begins to make known to us the mystery of his will. In accord with his favor, verse 9 says that he set forth in him as a plan for the fullness of time. To sum up all the things in Christ and heaven and there. Now verse 11 through 14 talks about our inheritance through the spirit. Now listen to this. We were sons and daughters of the most High God we have inheritance through the Spirit. Verse eleven says in him we have we were also chosen destined in accordance with his purpose of the one who accomplishes all things in him we were also chosen destined in accordance with his purpose of the one who accomplishes all things according to the intention of his will. See so he accomplishes everything according to the intention of his will. So that we might exist for the praise of his glory, we who first hoped in Christ. So you exist for the praise of the glory of God. That's why you exist for the worship, for the glory, for the praise of God.
0: Verse thirteen
3: says in him you also who have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and as believed in him, were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, which is the first installment of our inheritance towards redemption, as God's possession to the praise of his glory. What is that saying? When you came into the family of God, God sealed that by imparting into you, and implanting and grafting into you, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, is your down payment, it's your deposit, it's your guarantee. See, the spirit that's within you bears witness with the Holy Spirit that you're His. And that's God's assurance in your life to let you know that you're a child of the Most High God. You're a son and daughter of the Most High God because your spirit bears witness. Your spirit is yes and amen. And that's the inheritance through the Spirit. Now here, this is going to talk about unity in the church in Christ. See, we're Christ's body. And just like God was one with Jesus, Jesus was one with the Father, they were one with the Holy Spirit. They desire that we be one with them and one with each other. Verse 15 says, Therefore, I too, hearing of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and of your love for the holy ones, do not cease giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, resulting in the knowledge of Him. See, Paul's prayer that he prayed for the church was that they would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. God wants you to have a spirit of wisdom. He wants you to have his wisdom in your life. He wants you to have an understanding of what it means to apply the principles of God and the wise things of God in your given situation and circumstance. See, that's wisdom is accurately applying the word of God to whatever situation or circumstance you're in. That's wisdom. When you have a spirit of wisdom, sometimes there's downloaded impartation from the Lord. It's not learned behavior. It's just revealed knowledge. It's a spirit of wisdom and revelation. It's revealed wisdom. It's revealed knowledge that God just downloads and imparts. And so Paul began to pray this way. Paul began to ask that the church's eyes would be opened, that they would be granted a spirit of wisdom. See, he didn't want to be around fools, foolish people. Bad company corrupts good morals and the multi-secret counselors, there's a safety and quality of this. So let's continue. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened. so you wanted them not to be blind, but to have their eyes opened, that they would know what the hope of The hope that belongs to his call. Do you know the call of God on your life? Do you know the hope that's in it? See, there's a hope in doing the will of God. See, God says if we continue to go forward and not draw back, we will reap in due season if we faint not. So don't be worrying while doing right? So there's something about the hope that's in fulfilling the plans of God. What are the riches of the glory and the inheritance among the holy ones? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power for us who believe? See, there's a surpassing greatness of his power if you believe. In accordance with the exercise of his great might, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, seating him at his right hand in the heavenly far above every principality, authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the one to come. Verse 22, and he put all things beneath his feet and he gave him the head, to be the head of the, all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. So he gave Christ the authority. And Christ gave us as his body the authority to defeat every foe, to defeat every enemy. See, it's. To the glory of God is to the glory of Christ, that every name that is named in heaven, every name that is named in the earth, not only in this age but in the one to come, every authority, principality, power, dominion, all things would give him glory and honor. And he put all things into the seat and gave in the head of all things the church, which is his body. The fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. So that's chapter one of Ephesians. Praise God. Just taking it a little bit at a time.
0: Praise God, hallelujah
3: Well we're back And this is for International Radio My name is Chris Herzog Just coming Back into Focus here, we've got a few people in the chat room Just wanted to declare a couple things And uh, for them And for those of you listening um, Specifically uh, for sister that we were Just praying for And I don't want to get Take too much over the air Okay So But let me just say this God's favor If you're a child Of the most high God Wherever you're at In this Situation in your life In the season of your life His favor is on you To be the head And the tail He's going to cause you To go forward He's going to cause you To advance And sometimes He closes some doors So that he can open Other doors And we need to realize That closes some doors so that he can open other doors and so sometimes what looks like a setback is God set up in our lives see what Joseph thought was you know looking pretty horrible put him in a position to bless his family in the greatest famine he caused to be put in the position second to the king. Yet, seasons before, there he was in a pit. There he was in a prison. But then finally God advanced him to the palace. And even though things may look like you're in a pit, and then all of a sudden it goes backwards, and all of a sudden you're now you're in a prison, or what appears to be, realize that if you will keep your heart Keep your, keep your mind attentive Keep your will focused on the will of God Turn your heart, turn your mind, turn your will over to God Commit your ways to Him Listen, He'll direct your path He'll set you up in the season of your life So what looks like a setback Trust it to be God's set up Begin to speak to it Begin to speak to your mountains Jesus said, look, He didn't say Speak to somebody else to speak to your mountain. He you said speak to him, That we can come into agreement with you. And believe God. Declare for the will of God be done and the kingdom of God to come forth. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now we just declare, Lord God, what appears to be a setback. We are declaring it is your setup that you are moving your people forward. They are the head and not the tail. That Father, you are bringing favor over your people and causing them, Lord God, to occupy, causing them to be promoted. Father, you said you raise others up and you set some down just so that you can raise others up. And we just declare that tonight, Lord, that there's going to be a supernatural setup, supernatural promotion. That Lord, you're closing doors only to open better doors. Because, Father, you're not the God of second best. Father, right now we just pray for those that are going through a season Maybe that season feels like isolation or insignificant or it feels like everything is in upheaval. Well, Father, you are the one that seeks peace to the midst of the storm. You are the one that causes our storms to bring the water over the dry ground and use it all for benefit, use it all for the good. So right now we just declare your peace over every storm. We speak to every mountain right now, every obstacle, every weight, every sin, everything that is besetting the people of God for fulfilling your purpose and your plan. And we say, be removed. May the will of God be done and go forth. Father, touch everyone in the chat room tonight by the power of your Holy Spirit. Give them a confidence. Give them a faith a gift of faith. Give them a new, refreshed confidence in you and in your voice. Speak to your sheep. Speak to your people. Lead them. Guide them. For those listening tonight, Lord, open their ears. Give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation that the eyes of their understanding will be flooded with light, that they would be enlightened. They wouldn't be in darkness, but they would be enlightened that they would know the hope of the calling of God, the hope of the destiny and the purpose of God in their lives, that they would begin to have hope that you are going to fulfill your plans and your purposes in their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just give you glory, Lord and just give
1: you glory, Lord. They they wait on the Lord They shall renew their strength And they shall mount up with wings As go. They that wait on the Lord Shall renew their strength And they shall mount up with wings As eagles And they shall run and not be weary And they shall walk shall mount up with wings As eagles And they that wait on the Lord Shall renew their strength and They shall mount up with wings As eagles And they shall run and knock Show off. I'm coming after you I'm coming after you